0: can't think of any more human activity
1: than conducting science experiments.
0: The game I play is a very interesting one. It's imagination in a
1: tight straitjacket. The beauty of a living thing is not the atoms that go into it, but the way those atoms are put together. What I always think should be the basis of education, is not answers, but questions. We should teach kids how to question. Yeah, buddy. All right. this time what <laughs> <laughs> what is this a clapathon?
0: <laughs> i always love a clap-a-thon
1: do you really yeah do you alex it's or are you just saying that it's man
0: clap is the best you know the little is it's kind of like having a go at someone at the same time is <laughs> it really yeah
1: got like
0: you're yeah, well done it's like patronizing
1: Huh? Well, I, I never watched golf. I have for like two seconds. Oh yeah, I'm not into golf. Before but, falling, you know,
0: golf is That's a full
1: thing. The only thing I remember from golf is like Happy Madison was it, mm. or whatever his name is.
0: No, you're thinking Billy Madison. That's Billy the wrong movie. Is it? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Happy Madison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Why the yeah. ladies, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's early. Yeah. It's Happy only. Gilmore, great movie. Yeah. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. So that's what I remember. I remember, um, douchebags. Being in golf were like yeah yeah but that but that's probably not representative of what actually golf is like oh my dad's right into golf so yeah is he
0: yeah i don't know i don't know what he sees in it but, yeah. no, <laughs> but right. that's because i'm not very good at it maybe if i was yeah. better at it i'd enjoy it more
1: I, I think it'd be really fun to do man it's one of those things that i'm afraid of getting into because i have an like obsessive um, personality and i yeah. can't imagine like you can i can play I don't know. Uh, what if I could play pool? You know I could get into that cuz it's just like a, a table, and you hit balls around, you play that for like 10, 20 minutes, one game is over. A golf game takes a whole goddamn day. Yeah, that's it true. Takes hours are Well, of your there's time. that joke,
0: right? What's the best way to spoil a good walk? Play a game of golf. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what kind of joke is that it's like a, did your dad tell you that joke bro because so it sounds like no i probably told my dad that joke. but i'm a dad so there you go so it all works yeah, you're, out yeah you're, you're <laughs> yeah um
0: so yeah. so james hey, jay lee we've been sitting on this interview for a while and you you kept telling me to like listen to it because hamid did a whole lot of interviews like when we were first getting this this podcast kind of up and running so I didn't listen to them all obviously because it was hours and hours worth of interviews there. I kind of listened to them one by week as we released them Mm -hmm. and I hadn't listened to James and he kept telling me oh you should listen to James it was a really good interview really good interview and then I listened to it in preparation for this kind of chat and was like yeah shit that was a really good interview <laughs> so uh, props to james for being a great guest it was really interesting
1: especially early on with my noob skills as an interviewer trying to yeah, get it going yeah but what a funny dude man lee has got a very unique personality
0: uh, he's a very nice guy too he's got a good attitude i yeah. think
1: yeah um i thought rather than
0: kind of tread over all his ground i thought because i've been food science is actually something i kind of fell in to an interest in because I, I was had an interest in molecular biology so when you get an interest in molecular biology you start to get an interest in like gmos and like stuff like this and we've had these types of discussions before but that kind of gmo debate ties really really neatly in with food science because you know a lot of the problems that people have with gmos is to do with their food mm. so by kind of falling into that i I kind of got into food science as well and there's that podcast i think i've introduced you to uh talking biotech Mm. and it's a little bit more biotechnology uh so the gmo type of focus but they also do a lot of stuff on on food science as well and it's actually a really really interesting topic uh it's one of those topics where you kind of sometimes when you just hear it oh food science like testing what's in our food and stuff you go, Mm. "Mm, that's like
1: really boring
0: but (laughs) but the more you dig into it the more interesting it gets
1: yeah, no, um, definitely. I have a couple of friends who are doing food science. Mm. Um, what's interesting, I mean, listening to James, um, you know, there is so much research going into actually producing foods that are healthier for us, right? Um, yeah. Um, I remember doing that metabolism course or you know, f- quite a few years back when we were doing our undergrad and um, Mark, the lecturer, would say, you know, like 5,000 years ago, you know, you'd eat Food, like people ate foods raw or 10,000 years ago, 12,000 years ago, right? And um, eating food raw means that it takes ages for your body to digest it. There's Mm. less available energy. And so if you imagine like the energy levels, they don't just spike up and crash. They, in fact, like they they have a nice broad um, energy release. So it's not... Uh, very transient, but it's more long-term. And that's really important because um, you don't have those insulin spikes. Yeah. um, You don't have all these other issues that come with eating things like Macca's because it's amazing, you know, whenever I do eat fast food and I try not to eat a lot of it, but like Hungry Jack's or McDonald's, I eat it And I stuff myself. Dude, I'm such a pig when it comes to that shit. Yeah, yeah. I go I go get like a double whopper meal with cheese, large, obviously. And then I get like, you know, the stunner deals. You can just eat and eat. Dude, you know those stunner deals, they give you like a a whopper, and then you get like (laughs) (laughs) this is on the side, right? You get chips, you get coat, you get chicken nuggets, as well as a drumstick. (laughs) Not the drumstick, the 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 ice cream cones. Yeah. So I can eat all of that. And like two hours after that. I get hungry
0: again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you've actually covered... I had a few topics in mind that I really want to discuss, and you covered both of them in one thing there. So uh, how about we just quickly jump back before we get on to, like, the maca stuff. How about we quickly jump back to um, evolutionarily? Because you guys talked about uh, lactose intolerance as well. Mm. And I think a lot of people don't really realize this, that I think the majority... I could be wrong, but a lot of people, at least the majority of people are actually... It's just a blowfly, man. Welcome to Australia. Do I hate insects? That the people people most people are actually kind of lactose intolerant or have some form of lactose intolerance where well, they can't just drink heaps and heaps. And right. uh, that's because humans aren't very good at digesting the sugar in milk uh, lactose. lactose. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have, the, have a faulty or they don't have a sufficient enzyme lactase to break it down, yeah. right? But getting back to what you were saying about centuries ago when people didn't know how to cook food, the way that people developed the ability, because people used to not have the ability to break down any lactose at all. We couldn't do it the way we develop the ability is mm. we evolved uh, the lactase gene to help us break it down. The way we did that is by cooking cheeses because mm. when you get the milk from an animal and you turn it into a cheese, you kind of like that process partially breaks down the the sugar, right? So it lets mm. you easily digest it. And then after centuries of eating the cheese, you start to develop kind of immunity to it. And then wow. a few people are developed with an, an, an the enzyme that lets them break it down even further. And then century, like, centuries down the track you've got people that can drink milk and not like throw up all day
1: oh, yeah or shit themselves yeah
0: or shit themselves wow okay yeah. that's fat. you know it's so it's interesting it's like it's actually a really modern evolutionary trait that humans have have developed and the way we developed it is by doing exactly what you were saying before by treating our foods like food technologies right. by um, creating cheeses huh.
1: that's interesting because um populations that didn't have uh, a lot of exposure to milk and dairy products like eastern asian countries
0: exactly and that's why uh lactose intolerance is more prevalent in asians in is asians. because they didn't have that evolutionary history that like
1: european people did of eating cheeses yeah yeah that's weird isn't it yeah yeah it's, it's actually cool i think a similar thing is um true for vegans so if you if you've if you've had like generations and generations of of people who um eat just vegetarian they adapt and they start producing enzymes that can yeah. better digest their food and, and um, uh, uh, better harvest proteins that ordinary people like you and I hmm. wouldn't actually be able to do because we wouldn't have the need because we kill animals yeah. to, get our, to get our proteins. <laughs> Guys, we're murderers. Yeah, so
0: that was one thing I thought Yeah, it was cool we should touch on. And the other thing which you touched on, which is probably the more, more interesting topic is... Um, this idea about high and low GI. And I was kind of thinking about it and pitching it as you have the evil food scientists, food chemists, and you have the, uh, the, the hero food chemists. And, and luckily for us, James is on the hero side because he's a guy who's looking at developing foods and uh, analyze it. Well, he's more developing techniques, but he's in the field of kind of developing better suited foods to tailor to specific disease traits right so for diabetics he's looking at a low and high gi rice and things like this yeah. um, but there's a lot of food scientists that are evil fucking bastards as well there who is. deliberately design food so it doesn't fill you up yeah but tastes really good so you can like eat just like potato. like if you ever wondered why you can sit down mm-hmm. and eat like a bag of potato chips like this big and not feel sick it's because of those fucking food scientists that's why like there there are food scientists get employed by these companies to pack a, as much flavor as they can and how do you pack flavor into foods fats salts yeah that's how you get the and sugars that's how you get the the flavor in there right so they pack all this stuff up and then the other thing they're trying to do is how can we make this food fill people up the least amount we can so they buy more product yeah yeah? so food scientists are like they're the they're the bastards that are causing like the obesity epidemic and things like this because they're creating these foods that are are like de- they're, they're deliberately designing foods to be addictive and not fill you up because that's how they sell milk products. Yeah, they're not they're not out there going. How can we make our foods fill our customers up for the longest? No. How can we make our foods be more healthy? No. I, I guess a few of them are taking that marketing angle, but you know that's why your McDonald's is. They would be McDonald's would be employing food scientists for sure. that, whose sole job is to make their burgers and their meals fill people up less mm-hmm. and have more flavour. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and they put more flavor in by putting heaps of sugar in their buns and by yeah. <laughs> by putting heaps more the fat into their and food salt, and, yeah. more f- and salt and and that has really negative consequences for people who, like you say, like and it's the same with me. I can like down like a huge amount of food when I go and eat McDonald's. Yeah. But if I go and eat like a pasta meal, that food that I cook myself at home, that food fills me up yeah, for, for so ages, much longer.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I also. Had- <laughs> I I I agree with you to in a sense that you know you do have these food scientists who are doing research into making foods way more delicious and less satisfying in in uh, in terms of uh, meeting your body's nutritional uh, needs. But at the same time, I'm glad, man. I'm glad they they're making food <laughs> that's delicious as fuck. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because I can binge out once in a while. I'm pretty yeah. self-disciplined. I don't go crazy and stuff my face with like cheeseburgers every week. Once every month, you know, I or, or once every few weeks, I go and just like stuff myself, and that's what's, uh, with Hungry Jacks or McDonald's. And then I go home, hate myself for half an hour because I I feel like shit. You know, like yeah. While you're eating, it's so delicious, and then you have like that. Oh man, I feel like throwing up. And then an hour later, I'm like, man, I can go for that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's good, man. I I love the fact that we live in a world where we have access to those things. Um, But I I take your point that if we're trying to design more healthy societies, um, a better world, these sort of things don't really help, especially if it's advertised towards kids. Perhaps like the evil
0: food scientist was a little bit harsh. It definitely was, (laughs) man.
1: I have a friend who works, well, not for McDonald's, but for a company that makes chips and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you, but I think it ultimately comes down to the the company itself like what mm. I don't like seeing is like these happy meals with toys in them you know I mean mm. where like you're really like, it's it's programming kids well we uh, can in say love with you can food. say the
0: same thing um that I just said about food scientists you can how they're kind of manipulating the food to get people addicted to it you can say the same thing about psychologists like there's i'm sure mcdonald's again devoid of any actual facts here but i'm pretty sure mcdonald's again would be employing psychologists to work out ways of how they can sell stuff to kids better video gaming industry does this type of stuff a lot as well like they employ psychologists to help design their games and the reason they do that is because they're like we want people to just continually play this game yeah we don't want people to stop so how can we do it and they get systems in there like little rewards every now and then and they and psychologists know how to manipulate people's actions right so they know that hey if you want to make a game that's addictive Mm. do this this and this and and while i i I, I take your point i play video games i eat mcdonald's (laughs) so (laughs) so i like i like enjoying these things and and it doesn't negate that kind of personal responsibility right um but then i still i still kind of it would be hard for me to work in that situation personally. I think because yeah. it, it's a little bit unethical to a to a point. I in, think. A, in a sense, yeah. yeah. But a, a lot of it as well. Just I mean, one more point. Um, I think a lot of these things can be solved with like a bit of governmental control. Like, there's no reason why the government the government puts a, a big tax on cigarettes because people who smoke cigarettes cost the us money, cost the government money in health resources, right? Well, same with people that are obese and that have problems with eating lots of food and things like that. I don't see why there couldn't be a hefty government tax on things like fast food.
1: Hmm. That's interesting.
0: With the, with the saying, well, you know, people being addicted to this food, sure, you can have it. Like we don't say people can't smoke cigarettes. It's going to cost you $100 to the Big Mac. (laughs) but, but, But it costs you X amount of money or an X amount of the cost of your Big Mac goes in government tax and they take that money and put it into the healthcare system.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about my cheeseburgers. The, the one of the things I love about the cheeseburgers is like two ninety five. dollars yeah. I don't want to pay like $5 for a cheeseburger. You know what gets me about
0: that is like a hamburger is exactly the same thing without cheese. It costs like a dollar or something and they charge you like three bucks for the cheese. Do they? Now I'm just like whinging my privilege. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> <First world> my <problems.
1: laughs> privilege. Um, you know, talking about advertising and... Um, You've watched that show Black Mirrors, right? Or Black Mirror? A I believe I've watched every
0: single episode. Actually, you? I, I so you, I probably know the episode Holy you're talking shit. about. But yeah,
1: I think there was one episode where. So that's in- a
0: great series, by the way. Everyone should check that out. Sh- each God. each episode is an individual episode. It doesn't carry on from one to the other. So you watch one episode, you can watch you can start anywhere in you know? it. They're totally different actors. Everyone's set up totally different. Great kind of what do you call it? Thriller. Sci-fi, almost it's dystopian just, future. It's so good. It's it's really weird. It's yeah, really yeah. So, it's, it's
1: like Twilight. Me- it's yeah. like the
0: Twilight Zone in contemporary times. Yeah. That's what it is. It's really good.
1: I was thinking Twilight the movie. You know, I totally forgot the zone. Um, sorry, yeah. Go on, Black Mirror. I think they have an episode where. Um, well, they have these devices implanted in their, in their brains, right? Um, and these contact lenses that have been oh, lasered yeah. into their eyes so that they can... It's like... Og- augmented reality so it's like holograms pop up they can watch like a a little video they can rewind their memories like
0: yeah records every single interaction they have throughout their whole lives Yeah, and they can play it back and watch it inside their own head whenever they want and I think they can even plug it into TVs and things and show it with other people and share
1: it yeah yeah I think they probably could but I think there was one episode where they were showing ads in the brains I think what they were trying what they were doing is like um, in your sleep, they were like uh, oh, advertising. No, I think that
0: was a slightly, it might've been that episode as well, but there was another episode where uh, people had this like credit system. It was basically like money, right? But it was credits, kind of like a video game. And they had to work every day. They had to oh, ride yeah, these no, bikes one, to yeah, like yeah. build up their credits. And yeah. the more kilometers they ride to provide energy, the more credits they get. Yeah. And it was kind of a take it how we structure a society, you know, capitalist system and stuff. But anyway, yeah. but in that, They had to, they were force fed ads. So they would like live in these boxes and there would be TV screens surrounding them the whole time. They just had these screens in front of them the whole time and they would be force fed these ads. And the only way they could not be force fed ads is by paying to not see the ads. Is that the one you were thinking (laughs) of?
1: I I think similar. So they had to
0: spend their credits to not see the ads. And
1: you couldn't even close your eyes because then they'd be like, open your yeah, eyes yeah yeah they you, eh? yeah they'll force
0: you yeah they'll force you to open the eyes they'll stop the ad until you open your eyes and watched it again yeah. it was like yeah. yeah
1: the reason why i bring that up is um you know now they can do they've done the studies so they'll show a, a, an individual uh like video and they've attached like an mri or some sort of sensors that measures the electrical energy um in in the brain and they can reconstruct what the person's seeing based on yeah. the brain activity wow dude that is crazy shit yeah you can imagine we're at the stage where we're reading what's happening in the brain and the resolution wasn't great i mean it was pretty good yeah you could kind of figure out what the person was seeing based on the brain scans right um but i could totally see this go to the next level where um, we can transmit this sort of well wasn't
0: there i think there was Uh, I'm not going to remember any of the details off the top of my head, but I think there was a study or an experiment done a while ago where they actually transmitted somebody's thought to somebody else or to a robot where somebody wanted to move their finger and... It made a computer on the other side of the world do it, or something like that.
1: I think maybe, yeah, probably they
0: transmitted a brainwave, basically. Somebody they transmitted a thought electronically, through the internet, yeah, yeah, through, through the internet. internet. And it was a really basic thought. It was yeah. like flick a switch or on or off. It was like, like one like that, bit of information, yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. that's amazing,
1: dude. Uh, what well, I, yeah, it's gonna be weird because then you're gonna get these implants, in the, uh, these devices in the future, that or would it, you download your memories uh, onto a computer? It depends which memories yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good answer <laughs> dude because yeah. if somebody gets yeah. old, yeah. there's a lot of shit that goes in my brain ladies and gentlemen. you just want them to erase like
0: 12 years old to 16 years old
1: no, no, <laughs> no. Everything that comes after 16, <laughs> you yeah. just put that in a vault. <laughs> Let's not open it up. Uh, don't let no one yeah. inside my head. It's
0: interesting, though. Like, if all of your thoughts and memories get transmitted into a robot, um, is the robot then you? No. So, what's you then? Just your cells? Is that you? Not no. your thoughts and memories at all?
1: Think about it like this right now, if you wipe all your memories, yeah? would you would you lose a sense of yourself would you say would you would you not refer to yourself as "I?" wouldn't you say mm-hmm. "I've lost my memories Yeah, possibly okay. uh, yeah You've, you know people who, who have amnesia yeah yeah they, they never say they never lose the sense of self even though they've lost their memories
0: I don't know people with amnesia that. Well, but I'm guessing that would be the case. Dude, yeah. Don't
1: you watch any TV shows? Man? <laughs> 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 no, no, when somebody gets hit in their head. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see like, that that would be. Ah, yeah, they, they
0: still think they still refer to themselves as me, as yeah,
1: I, I, I. Yeah, yeah. no, so, yeah, yeah. So if your memories go, dude, I don't know if that's going to be you. I don't. I don't
0: think you are your memories. Yeah, I guess. It, I guess we could be talking across each other too. So, like, what is you? Is it, is it your memories in yourselves,
1: or is it your sense of being yourself? I think the self itself is an illusion. Yeah. I think the the reason that you feel like there is a self is just because the brain somehow comes together and creates a solution, I think. And you know, there are many studies that a lot of your decisions happen subconsciously and you come to realize them.
0: I I, I see what you're saying. I guess that's one way to view it. The way I view it, I guess, is almost the same and almost the opposite. I almost see like the self as an emergent property of a lot of different things yeah i agree yeah, yeah so so i guess that's like i'm seeing it as everything coming together and you're seeing it as nothing because it's things separate things no which i, I guess is kind of the same thing
1: yeah i think everything yeah. comes together uh, that the emerging and, and property gives us of this the idea brain of itself, is the self yeah. right yeah. Um,
0: but, but it, as an actual thing it doesn't exist it doesn't really exist yeah, and you can't really yeah.
1: locate any part of the brain that can tell you oh that's where you hang out that's where the, and it's interesting I think I've mentioned this before we, um, we've had this conversation that when people have split brains so they might have some seizure issue where they have to get their corpus callosum that's the highway between your two lobes or, yeah. or two hemispheres of your brain if you cut that each hemisphere becomes self-aware and so now you have two people inside of your head right but if you connect them so the idea is if you connect that those two halves together you get one self because it's an emerging property Mm. of of the brain and the idea is also if you split the brain into quarters then those quarters would be self-aware and would feel like there's a self i don't know how far you can take that
0: it's an interesting question it kind of like spans this spans philosophy and um i guess neuroscience neuroscience yeah. yeah
1: Yeah. Anyway, I think so, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. We've gone for 23 minutes. Um, look, I, I kind of partied on the weekend, so my brain isn't working too well. <laughs> <laughs> really, I couldn't
0: tell a difference from you normally, mate. Oh, God. Are you just saying
1: that I'm usually shit, Alex? God damn it. Anyway, well, this week we have. Um, i'm doing like three interviews with uh so we, i
0: guess we don't know who's going to come out this week could be we one or yeah. three who are you interviewing tell us who you're interviewing
1: dr jack sona so jack, oh it's jack this week yeah it's actually today oh, yeah. yeah
0: oh that'll be exciting it's
1: three at three o'clock yeah um, we
0: um we both had jack in the mres he kind of runs the masters of research program at uh, western sydney and he's a really interesting guy i won't say any spoilers let's not yeah. spoil it because he's so uh. <laughs> no spoilers man
1: i didn't say anything uh that was i'm gonna like i'm
0: gonna bleep that out when we go and edit this in a minute
1: <laughs> we also have patrice um who uh, is a chemist uh polymer chemist yeah so he's well he's
0: actually james's supervisor isn't he or co-supervisor or something yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep.
1: so yeah um and then we have gareth who is um, from the Marx Institute, dude? I didn't know this, but this dude plays a saxophone. Gareth, yeah. Oh, What <inaudible> type of saxophone does he play? <inaudible> yeah,
0: because you know, but, you know, I play saxophone too, right? No, no, you don't. Yeah, I
1: do. Do you really? Yeah. Holy shit, dude! I had no idea. Um, Gareth Bale. Um, I just saw on his on his Facebook. Um, Gareth. Uh, yeah, on his Facebook. I saw him, um, his Facebook profile was actually... He he might be a part of the Marx Institute band. Do they have a band? Yeah, they have a band at the Marx
0: Institute where... Because they have a music studio there as well. And a lot of them got together and formed this like little band. I think they even played a few open day things and stuff as well every
1: now and then. They like get out and actually do some gigs. Um, I did not know that. Well, I can't find Gareth on Facebook, um... So, I'll show you two after. Yeah, but he's he's played the saxophone. Yeah, so. we'll put it into his interview down the yeah, bottom. That'll sure. be good. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess we should tell we everyone should. to like our stuff. Like our stuff. <laughs> and, uh, like
1: our stuff. Like our stuff. Oh, and, shit. And say goodbye. Yeah. Tai Tian. Ciao. Ciao. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Um, Don't forget to share our stuff as well. Yeah.
0: We oh. <laughs> <laughs> made him stick around for that.
1: Why not? Anyway. See ya. Take care. Make it dingo.